Hello there, I'm Akil Saronin Beatmaker, and on this episode of The Monday Mindset, we're going to discuss Love, Recognize, Needs. In mind not to be changed, to play so time, the mind is its own place, and in itself can make a heaven of hell and a hell of of heaven. Jim Milton. The frustration, isolation, and anxiety brought about by unmet emotional needs can, like physical probation, produce death or a degree of living death, neurosis, and psychosis. Dr. Leo. Our Emotional needs and balances are fundamental to our personhood, fundamental in our ability to live fully within the essential reality, allowing our physical plane to navigate the evolutionary challenges and changes within the art of living. If our emotional needs continue to bathe and ferment with frustration, isolation, and anxiety, we will see a degradation in our physical abilities, strength, and endurance. The frustration will tighten our muscles, leaving us stagnated in our movements and actions. The isolation will weaken the strength to carry the weight of our mind and body. Individuals will be incapable of even the most menial tasks. Anxiety affects our reflexes. Individuals are unable to react appropriately or effectively to evolutionary changes and challenges. This culminates into individuals who are living a dying life. They are well alive, but their soul is wilting, losing the meaning of being alive, lost in decomposition of oneself. They have lost faith in themselves. They have lost faith in their religion. They have lost faith in the art of living. Men's basic psychological needs are these. He requires to be seen, recognized, appreciated, heard, fondled, sexually satisfied. He must be allowed the freedom to choose his own way, to grow at his own rate, and to make his own mistakes, to learn. He needs to accept himself and other human beings and be accepted by them. He desires to be an I as we as well as a we. He strives to grow into the unique individual he is. Dr. Leo. How basic are man's psychological needs, yet oftentimes unattainable for many individuals? To be seen in some societies is determined by social status, all the glitter and all the gold. To be seen is to be acknowledged as an individual, but more as a human, one with equal rights as any, one with recognizable needs and desires that fulfills and satisfies one's need to be acknowledged. To recognize is to be seen for one's existence as being more than living, an existence that breathes life and influence, no matter how small or insignificant it may seem to the larger world. For them, that significance is their destiny, goals, hopes, or dreams. 
to be recognized for having such is to be seen as an individual with purpose. When an individual is appreciated, they are seen for their worth and being, recognized for their purpose and humanity. They are seen as a blessing and gratitude for their existence can provide a fresh perspective and ideas in the art of living. To some, they are looked to as a leader and to others, a lover or a friend. And to those actualized, truly, they are all of the above. For the appreciation of their individuality, for the love of their humanity, has given them the strength to take control of their destiny and embrace the true self within the confines of fully functioning personhood. Their embryonic sac of their soul has been nourished, cleansed through the crucible of life to give birth to a new being. As St. Vincent once said, I'm just the same, just brand new. Man will suffer for unmet needs. How true is that? How often do men suffer for unmet needs? And you know, maybe here I'll, uh, I'll speak to that from a man's perspective. But what I'm going to say can be relatable <laughs> to women as well. But for my brothers out there, we will suffer for unmet needs. How often do we strive and sacrifice ourselves just for a little bit of attention, for a little bit of physical touch? And oftentimes, that effort and pursuit. <laughs> It can go unmet. <laughs> you could be ghosted. You could be divorced. You could never even be acknowledged. Yet your pursuit, the pursuit in the pursuit. And those needs continue to be unmet. And oftentimes we will sacrifice our very identity, dare I say, our pride, our confidence, our security in ourself, just for a chance for those needs to be met. How cruel this world can be. And all we do is maintain, or try to maintain, as best as we can. But the reality is that we are all just trying to find a semblance of acknowledgement, even if it's for just a moment. And it's hard to say that those unmet needs 
and the suffering that we put ourselves through. It is, well, sometimes it's damn near unethical. And other times it's exploited. The danger of being emotional is the danger of never even getting the desires be met for such emotional opening. And that is the struggle for men. <laughs> they require men of emotional availability with a hint of femininity. Yet when they get such, they despise it. They're put off by it. Their legs close up by it. <laughs> I can't. But it's the truth. Many women out there who happen to listen can agree. They're not too fond of nice men. They like their bad boys. They like their hint of toxicity. Well-seasoned toxicity for some of you wildcats out there. <laughs> but many men suffer. And the needs are unmet. And, you know, I feel for men out there and young men in particular as well who will not get to experience such needs being met. And even if it's for one chance, one moment, I should say, one experience. And even those men out there who are in <laughs> marriages, you know, the other day I saw on Twitter um, that uh, they were having a discussion that women should, uh, that, um, well, it was essentially that uh, um, men should, if they're in marriage, they should never, um, even if their significant other, their spouse decides to stop having sex with them, in their marriage, um, the men should continue to remain faithful and not seek sex outside of marriage. And I am I am no um, I'm no advocate for um, cheating or affairs or anything of that matter. But it's more the the and they were saying that. You know, the women were saying, yeah, of course, the man has to remain faithful, even if I decide to stop having sex with him. And it's, you know, whether you, you're, you know, believe in duties of marriage and, and what have you, this is not that discussion. But it coincides with, you know, men and unmet needs in the sense is that, you know, if you've been, in, you know, let's say you've been married to a woman for you know, 20 years and, you know, you've gone the last, you know, six years of not having sex, you know, you cannot be surprised 
and you and as a woman, woman you willingly decide not to and then you're surprised that your your man steps out um and and that you know coincides with unmet needs um and i you know i bring that in the case of you know men who are married and experience this but the same with you know young men who are not married um it is a it is a hard world out there um you know, one in three men are either a virgin or haven't had sex in a year. And, uh, you know, imagine that. <laughs> um, imagine being a man in such a situation. And, you know, the, the, the needs of just even being physical touch, being validated, being acknowledged. Um, it doesn't even have to be sexual. Um, it just has to be you know, even somewhat emotionally acknowledge um, without the requirement of being emotionally available or or the requirement of opening up yourself fully. You know, many people take that for granted and exploit it and are not deserving of it. You know, I am a firm believer that you you take your time with your, you know, opening yourself up emotionally. I'd say a slow drip, but many men out there don't get that opportunity or deny that opportunity or the opportunity is suppressed. And that's what I mean by, you know, you know, think about all the things that men do in this world and they're still, you know, they're still denied the validation. And, you know, I know there might be some women out there who might say, well, what about the women? But I mean, let, let's be honest, ladies. I mean, you're always going to get some form of validation. You know, <laughs> social media was made for you. N no disrespect. Um, but you will always see some form of your needs being met. And granted, some will get them more than others. There's no denying that. But, you know, they're... <laughs> A woman will always get her needs met one way or another. It does not matter her looks, per se. But for men, I mean, that's, you know, that's a different story for men. Um, and I'm not here to argue the merits of any of that. But I am speaking from a man's perspective. And I'm speaking from, you know, the essential reality. We can't deny the facts. Um... And I'm not going to go off on a rant or tangent or anything like that about it. But I'm speaking more from what it means. Um, what it means to be a man and to suffer in this world and still be denied those unmet needs of a validation, of touch, of support. Um, and I know that um, what I'm saying, it may sound like I'm speaking from like, you know, some red pill or some kind of perspective like that, but I'm really not. I'm speaking from a human perspective. And, you know, men are humans. And, you know, we have done much to create this world. And some of it is not always necessarily positive. I will not deny that. But, um, 
we are in a much safer time than ever before. And some may argue the merits of that, but I'm not one who's too concerned about nuclear war. Let's be honest. <laughs> you can't profit in nuclear war. And these oligarchs and the industrial military complex, they need their moolah. And don't you forget, they need their moolah. But I digress. The needs of men and the suffering that men instill and go through, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. And even for those, you know, those one in three men I speak of, you know, for some of them, it doesn't always have to be sexual. It could just literally be the acknowledgement, the validation, the text back, <laughs> you know, not to ghost, you know, things like that, human things. Um, and that's what I speak on. And, you know, I, I, I'm not going to pretend here and say that I am not a man who has suffered for unmet needs. I have. I would be lying if I haven't. I have felt the pain and the sting. And uh, I have learned to not allow such pain to thrive within me. For I am very secure in myself. And that is not an easy thing to do. And it is something that will require continuing educational units, as I like to put it, um, to continue to strengthen your self-security in yourself. And even for then, you know, there might be moments of times where your needs are unmet. And, and think about it this way. You know, some men out there, they don't even get the validation of their mothers. How about that? They don't even get, you know, a hug from their mom. And I, I love you from their moms. And there are men out there as well who don't get that. And I feel for them as well. Because, you know, it is, it is tough out in this world to not get validation from your mom. Let's be honest. You know... It's, you know, tough to get the validation from mom and, and tough to get the acknowledgement from, from your father. And, uh, and that's another problem for men. Men who don't have good relationships with their mothers. It, uh, it affects everything else in their life. And uh, that it is also another unmet need. You know, what is it, you know? Nurture versus nature. And uh, the balance between. Because we will always constantly need nature and nurturing, even as we get older. That is why as humans we seek such in the opposite sex. Or the same sex. Whatever rocks your boat. As long as it's with adults. We need to make that disclaimer. But what I'm saying is that, you know, 
it is truly astonishing what we put men through and still expect more and will deny them even when they go above and beyond. And I'm hoping that in time, the socio-culture of this <coughs> will begin to see the errors in its ways and begin to validate such unmet needs in men to keep families together, to, to support men, to make sure they have good relationships with their mothers just as much as women need good relationships with their fathers. We can't deny that. We can't deny, you know, what the, the effects of women who don't have good relationships with their father or do not have their father in their life or their father isn't their life, but very little acknowledgement. Um, but it's the same for men. There are ripple effects of those. And, you know, the love of a father or a mother, it can move mountains, it can change the seas. It's important. But especially men, we need those unmet needs to be acknowledged and supported. And in time... Like I said, I hope that the world will see the errors in their ways and make the necessary changes. Perhaps if we listened to one another person, truly listened, we could hear his joy, his cry. Love listens, love hears. Dr. Leo. This could be translated into active listening. As we actively listen to the desires from a potential lover or spouse or friend, we would value and appreciate their joys and cries as our own. For the joy their expression, for the joy of their expression within themselves gives light and breath a freshness to your soul, expanding your lungs to embrace your own joys, to actively listen to one's joys. To listen to another's joys and cries allows one to better understand and appreciate and give in and way to their joys and cries. How many of us are so good at listening and supporting the joys and cries of others while denying our own, out of fear, punishment, or insecurities. To listen, you must remain silent. How many of us refuse to listen to the silence of one's own heart, mind, and soul? Love touches, fondles. Physical love is necessary for happiness, growth, and development. Dr. Leo. Virginia Satir once said, 
We need four hugs a day for survival. We need eight hugs a day for maintenance. We need 12 hugs a day for growth. Physical love allows an individual necessary ingredients to find themselves within their sexuality, within their self-confidence, to be aware of the type of physical love that is necessary for oneself. Physical love is different for each individual, but a hug will always save the day. We must involve ourselves within our personal universe by finding those who appreciate our individuality by actively listening to one while providing the physical love. Such transcendence gives birth to new life or gives strength for one to find a life within they never knew existed. For how else would one find happiness and growth within themselves if they have never experienced it from another? Love is not sex. Dr. Leo. I would have to agree with Dr. Leo on this. But a little bit of me would have to also disagree. But I'll start with why I agree with Dr. Leo. I agree with him because as much as sex is a amazing thing, especially if it's with an individual who has good chemistry, or I should say you have good chemistry with said individual. Um, it can make for an amazing time and experience. Uh, but that's not the, uh, the point. Um, you know, love is something that is more than just physical. Um, it is something that is felt eternally. And I, and what I mean by that is that, and this is my own perception and perspective at a time and place in my own life. Um, and what I mean by that is that it is something that is just you. It is unconditional, in a sense, I should say. It's this unconditional feeling that you get. Um, a thriving feeling, a unconditional excitement that you have for this individual, that there is no necessarily, no need for, you know, that physical touch. You could be in their presence and the energy that they give off and that you give off, you know, it it combines and it coalesces and it forms within itself and there is that pull and you, you know, especially if you're in a large group of people, you know, and you see one another, you know, you feel one another. Um, even when, you know, you're not with one another, you might reach out and like, hey, I was just about to text you or I was just about to call you and that excitement of uh, the excitement of synchronicity 
in that energy. And it's so unconditional. And I think that is what is so thriving and exciting. Um, and it goes beyond sex. And I, in my perspective, I feel that is where Dr. Leah was talking about. Um, because it's such an exciting feeling. And those moments that you share with them, those inside jokes, um, you know, those, those intimate moments of affection, you know, the, the energy that is felt in those moments is, is what is, what makes it love. Um, what makes it so true and exciting and can make it, you know, long lasting, you know, for those, you know, those are who are fortunate, you know, my, my grandparents, they had been together since they were in, uh, like soft, sophomore in high school. Um, and, uh, you know, my grandfather passed, but my grandmother, she's 94. Um, so think about that. <laughs> uh, she hadn't, you know, no, no other man except him. And, you know, it's, you know, and to think of having a, an experience like that, a love like that, it's, it's, uh, it's awe-inspiring and it's, it's intimidating, I guess, you know, you, it's it's hard to comprehend, I guess. Um, and it, it kind of makes you wonder, like, if the moments that you have felt of love, were they as true as, as such a love? Or could they have been as true as such a love? And I, I think that's for everyone to make up their own decision on their own experiences with love. Um, and for me, I would say I don't know. To be honest, I haven't really thought about that. <laughs> I guess I have much to reflect on when it comes to love. But I'm still young. Uh, I'm, I, I think I'd be saying the same thing with if, I, if I was 70. I'd be like, well, I'm still young and I'm still trying to figure it out. You know? I don't know if even if, you know, maybe I'd ask my grandmother. I think I might do that. You know, what is, what does that type of love feel like? It'd be nice to know, wouldn't it? I think we'd all like a little bit of that. None of us can deny that, that's for sure. And that is not sex, what I am describing. Sex, you know, it can't compute to that. It can't compare to that. Um, and I, I think that is something that we as, I think that is what is being lost <laughs> in this uh, free feminist ideology society that they wish to push. You may not like what I'm saying, but it is what it is. Um. You know, and it's 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 damaging the ability for women to love and find love, and it makes it even harder for men to trust in love. And uh, it's unfortunate. 
what this is doing to the modern day woman and how it's detrimental to the modern day man. You know, and those men who are denied such unmet needs, it's not even love. I mean, it's not even sex that some men desire. It's just the feeling of being desired. And I think that also plays a part in love. That unconditional feeling of being desired. Yeah. Yeah, think about that. The unconditional feeling of being desired, even without the sex. Take away the sex for a moment. I mean, it is important in a marriage. Don't get me wrong, but that's a whole other conversation. But it is important that, un, you know, that, uh, that, that feeling of desire, that unconditional desire, that you that when you look at your partner, you're just that unconditional desire for them, to support them, to you desire to support them, to to please them, to validate them, to be with them, to succeed with them, to soar. <laughs> I mean, and I think that is also so important to love. And that goes beyond sex because, and, and also in many ways, it, it you know, it makes sex that much more healthier and amazing and more long-lasting. You know, I'm trying not to get into sex, but <laughs> it, 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 uh, I think with, without that, that unconditional desire and and, and validation, it, it, it doesn't make sex that much more better. You know, it, it well, it makes sex much better, but, you know, it, you, you need it. And if you begin to lose that, it, it, it affects everything else. And it's so, you know, I, I, I you know, I will be one out there to, to, put myself out there and say that, you know, yeah, as much as men, you know, like I said, want, want sex, it's just, they, they want the desire. They want someone to desire them. Um, and that doesn't even mean to be sex. I, I know that sounds hypocritical of me, but, you know, think about it in the sense of just that, that feeling of knowing someone out there, someone there wants you. They want to care for you. They want to support you. And, you know, that is what true love, in my opinion, in my perspective, at this moment in time, in my life, clarify, is what I think. And, you know, that might change a little bit, you know, next week, next month, next year. But I... I feel that this is something that, you know, we all can relate to in, in one way or another. Um, because, you know, you know, think about, you know, all the women out there and all the men out there. I mean, but especially for the women out there who have just 
you know, have been ran through or have had plenty of partners and, you know, they can never really truly find love. And I don't even mean in a sexual way, but I mean that that desire, that validation, because they've never truly experienced it. Um, because everything has been so physical. They have equated love to physical needs, and that is not the case. I know that might be shocking to women, but as much as men need sex in their life, what they need is the feeling of sex. Those feelings that sex gives emotionally. Every day they need that. From their spouse, from the one they're with. You know, I know we all love sex. I mean, some of us out there do. I know apparently there are women out there who are in in marriages who feel like they can just not have sex with their man and still... Expecting to be faithful, but hey, listen, that's a whole other world But in conversation. But all I'm saying is that in my, per- in my perception, what, what Dr. Leo was talking about, that is not, you know, love is not sex. Because what I was saying about love and those feelings, that um, unconditional desire and what have you, that is what true love is. And sex amplifies that. Sex makes that long-lasting you know, sex makes that, you know, exciting. And we all need that. There is no denying, there is no denying that. Especially for me, as I live in the essential reality. And I feel for those who are denied love and are only given sex. We touch, therefore we are. Dr. Leo, when an individual experiences physical touch, they are experiencing the acknowledgement of their existence. Such acknowledgement can redefine the person's outlook on life and their own personal universe. With one touch, you can prevent a person from extinguishing the light within their soul. To live this world without physical touch is to never live at all. I think, therefore I am. I am, therefore I think. I feel, therefore I live. Love is freedom. Dr. Leo. We sure are living in a time that has forgotten what freedom really is. We are living in a time of complacency, complacency, indoctrination, (laughs) as if that is what freedom really is, as if that is what love is. How many people have lost loved ones, have lost the potentiality for love, for the divisions that are being created currently in our social 
climate. What the past two and a half, three years have done to freedom, to love. I'm afraid the damage can never be undone. We must live with those scars and hopefully heal. Those open wounds will continue to fester and rot. And we will lose freedom altogether. And love will be consumed in just a faded memory. That is why we all must find love. We must promote, defend love. We must fight for love. Not for only for ourselves, but for everyone in this world. For it is the freedom that allows one to have expression of themselves. To be who they are. To validate who they are. To succeed as who they are. For that is what love provides in freedom. And I am a strong proponent and believer in freedom. Freedom of expression, freedom of consent, freedom of I, freedom of we, the people. Love is what set us free, as cliche as that may be. But I think many of you out there can agree with me on such words. Love is as strong as the freedom we fight for. I'll say that again. Love is as strong as the freedom we fight for. I believe in such words. And I hope you all will as well. But as I say, if we deny one another love, we deny one another freedom. If we take away love, we take away freedom. And that is what you're seeing in the current climate of the world we live in, of our government of the oligarchs, of those who dictate society. It's disgusting what they're trying to do to freedom, what they're doing to love, exploiting it, torturing it, manipulating it, infesting it with dangerous rhetoric, corrupting what it means to be free in the sense of control. This abuse cannot go unpunished. There needs to be justice for freedom, justice for love, justice for all. For the times we have been living in, they dare to forsake in such love and freedom from us. And for what? Power, control, 
just like the pharaohs. They think they can die with all the glitter and the gold. <laughs> if only. What I hear, I hear speak for freedom. I hear speak for love, as freedom may be. The outlook to our destiny. <laughs> All I'm saying is that each and every one of us, we must fight to preserve the love of freedom. For all of us, we cannot be selfish of love, we cannot be selfish of freedom, and we cannot deny others love or freedom based on their religious beliefs, moral creeds. Or their racial and cultural background. Love and freedom is for all. And we are all love as much as we are all freedom. Each man growing in love will find his own way, his own path to love. We cannot force others into our way and we can only encourage them to find their own. Dr. Leo. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Monday Mindset. To learn more about myself and how you can support The Monday Mindset, head over to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. That's Ronin Art and Music. If you're interested in reaching out, follow me on social media, on Twitter, Ronin Art and Music, or at me at Kios Ronin, K-O-I-O-S-R-O-N-I-N. On Instagram, follow me at ronanart underscore music. And if you prefer to email, hit me up at themondaymindset009 at gmail.com. That's themondaymindset009 at gmail.com. And that is all lowercase. If you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service, please make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. Leave a comment and a review and slap that notification bell. On Apple Podcasts, please make sure to subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review, as this will help me and the podcast grow. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love.